What's up, everyone? Welcome back. It's the Real Sports Science Podcast. I'm David. He's Matt. 31. Let's go. That was hectic. (laughs) (laughs) I ran out of time. I didn't have time to say episode 31, so I just yelled numbers at the end. Episode. I'm I'm David. He's Matt. Thirty-one. <laughs> <laughs> that's class. No, nah, that's uh, intensity. That, that's some intensity. Um, hey, how are you it's, doing, David? It's, I'm good. Yeah, it's just you and me this time. It's been a while. I was thinking. I think I it's been five episodes in a row that we've had guests on. Hey, a nice little break. Which is a just, just the boys. Which back is together. a little. Yeah, yeah. My brain is steaming. It's going to take me probably like three weeks of just a debrief to just get in all that, all the knowledge right. that we just listened to for the last. I was thinking today, I think on my bike home from the uni, like, I think I just need to start re-listening to our episodes. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, because I think it's brilliant. tough, like yeah. when you're in, yeah. And when you're in, when you're in it, it's. I don't think because we're focused on like making sure the interview runs smoothly. We always have our questions. We're also thinking about other questions. So sometimes, especially online, it's hard to have like a really good flowing conversation where you can actually take in what they're saying. You know what I mean? Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. yeah of course. It's a, it's a it, weird just, one. Yeah. And then when you're editing it, you're listening, but you can't just sit and just listen and digest it because you're trying to get it out, have it sound good. Um, mm. So, yeah, because last week with Seb was just unbelievable. And I've been, like, just making small clips for Instagram the last few days. And just, like, I've made probably five or six clips out of the first, like, nice. 15 minutes of, of the episode. It's just... I've been getting rinsed at uh, rugby. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, yeah. How's that been? How's it been? Oh, they were like, Matt, why, we got why are you getting so new- nervous? <laughs> that's so funny you're like well you know i don't do any work anyway so that's why yeah i was like guys guys please it's it's scary it's scary (laughs) i'm just it's kind of scary still um but yeah i just love that we started off i love we started off the podcast with him saying if somebody calls me that one more time i'm out of here two minutes in yeah bloody two minutes in and that's quick and easy though it would have been the quickest podcast we would have ever done it just bang bang out that's it oh Log off, log off easily. Um, but yeah, no, whilst you've been smashing it behind the scenes though with CMP and whilst I've been away in Croatia, how, how was that all of that? Give me a rundown. Give me a catch up, David. Cause yeah, we barely talk. Yeah, so I know. Yeah. We barely talk. It's just all business. No pleasure anymore with Matt and I, it's just all business. <laughs> uh, um, I'm just trying to think. Easter, you left out Easter. I went on a boating trip with the boys. That was really fun. Came back. <clears throat> three days on the broads with the boys. Good times. Ate nothing but burgers. Drank nothing but beer. Uh, so felt that for a little bit. Needed a couple days to recover. Nice. Um, and then, yeah, the next week was pretty hectic. I went, I was down in London for one day. And then Friday, I went up to Manchester to CNP. If you've been following us on Instagram, you see CMP did that collab with Project E Donuts, and they came out with three donut-inspired mm. flavors. And they had like a product launch day, kind of like content creation day up in Manchester at Train Manchester, and it was so much fun. So like we went, I went up there. I got there 
like everyone got there at kind of eight. They had like a bunch of influencers and stuff come up there <clears throat> and they did some challenges. And I missed that because I was taking the train up. So I didn't get there until 1230. But then it was like chill. We hung out. A bunch of people did content. There was a guy, Luke Stoney there. And he's like this crazy gymnast who just does crazy gymnastic stuff. And um, and so he was doing he was doing like this challenge of the push up challenge to see how many plates you yeah. could, like do a jump push up onto. And we just like we did like one plate. Everyone made that two plates, and we just kept going up and up and up until I think I bowed out at thirteen plates, and then he tried, Jeez. and then he did one more at fourteen. Yeah, it's crazy. And I then we just had like a okay. CrossFit workout. Yeah, and people could like come and do the CrossFit workout. Um, That's it was, awesome. It was. Yeah, it was really, really fun. Great to meet like CNP people. So Courtney was there, obviously. And then John was there. Uh, so it was great to meet him. I met Mark. I met Mark because we interviewed him. What episode was uh, that? Yeah. 20, 23, 24. <laughs> Off the dome, Matt. Mate, 90% of me knows I got it wrong, but I'm confident. <laughs> I'm pretty 24. sure it's 24. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I met Mark. That was amazing. Um, yeah. So it was really great meeting, meeting people, but I'm going to be honest. It was a huge learning curve. Like I felt so out of my depth just because mm. like the people there were like influencers, yeah. like, like tens of thousands of followers on Instagram doing like TikTok lives, Instagram lives, making vlogs. They're like videographer was there. They're like doing vlogs, okay. pieces of content. And I'm there like, you know, let me film with my iPhone. Yeah. So it was unreal. Mate, they haven't met you like, yet. No. They haven't met you in. That's what, that's what I'm saying. I needed you and you in there. Cause then we could have been like, right, this is what we're doing. We're making content. Bah, 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 you know, so it was un- unbelievable. So fun to meet everyone. It was just like a huge learning curve. I felt a bit out of my depth just because that was the first time I've ever done something like that. Really excited mm. to do it again because now like, okay, this is how it goes. Let's just get in there. And I guess like once that you're at the beginning of like vlogging and stuff, I don't know, for me at least, you feel super self-conscious about like videoing and you're like talking to your videos. You're like, yeah, you know, even though like literally everyone's doing it there. So, yeah, I, it might be like a little I, judgment thing. I don't know. Like everyone's like, why is he talking to like his followers when I've got my followers? I don't know, actually, to be fair, I wasn't even there. I was, uh, I was, uh, yeah, able. no, exactly. Um, <laughs> and the thing is no one was thinking that. Cause like I met some people, met some great people who are like, Oh, what do you do? I was like, Oh, I've got this podcast over here. And they're like, Oh, amazing. Talk to them about it. Um, so they're like, no one's thinking that. So it's purely just a me. Oh, that's thing. So yeah, yeah it was oh, it was unreal. Enough. Really excited to do yeah more stuff. Hopefully, so how about yeah. you? How how was Croatia? Ah, oh, it was good. It was Man good. Man was but, living uh, living the life. It was yeah no, it was nice. We went we went kayaking. Uh, that's about it. Um, <laughs> no, nah, it was it was nice just visiting the visiting the country. But I was missing uh, the rugby, so I managed to make it back in time. Uh, well, obviously missed the big game against Seven Oaks, but I managed to make it in time for the last game of the season, which you know we we won. But I just like it didn't hit me until I think it was the next day, and I was like, well, I've got nothing to look forward to now on a Saturday. Like we're we're done, um, and it would ju- yeah, just My allowed me to reflect. Just, really, just sadness now. 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can't live through rugby players anymore. I actually have to realise that I'm not a rugby player myself. Shocker. Um, but no, like it just helped me realise. I just sat there and I was just reflecting and I, yeah, it went by really quickly. Uh, but it was quite funny to think about all these little moments I remember from the start of the season when I knew none of the lads, their names, I knew none of their names and I had no confidence going into it. I'd be like, guys, all right, we're going to go go Pogos now. Um, and now I'm like okay if anyone's watching this from the rugby team please don't you know have a go at me but now I think I'm more assertive there <laughs> I won't be too cocky I think please. I'm more assertive um but no it's, it's, it's all it was know, all to Seb that to one day being like I want you I want you to have a hoarse throat after this session yeah yeah oh mate after it, that um, you're like yeah, say, no, less. Was, say less Seb. yeah say less uh it was now it was quite interesting I can't lie it was uh nice to see how far I've come nice to see how uh, the methods I've changed when programming, when the warm-ups, how I realize, uh, how I think, well, I don't know, but I personally think that I've been quicker on my feet when stuff's gone wrong and I've been able to react quicker and then sort of be like, okay, crap, we don't have this. Let's just go with that sort of method. Oh, this guy's got a pulled hammy. Our session's gone out the window. Let's see if we can do it like this. So it's really nice to just reflect for a bit. Um, and I'm already looking into the next season, starting planning now. Uh, but yeah, no, that, that's it from me. Do you, do you have been, do you have do you have um, an example of what you could think of like an example of maybe at the beginning of the season when you weren't really quick on your feet and an example at the end of the season when you were? Yeah, so you know we had small numbers uh, at one of the training sessions, and I carried on my training uh, my warm up that I usually do, um, and it was like the the. What's it? The mindset of everyone was a bit like, okay, there's only what, like 15 of us instead of the normal 25 that turn up or 30 that turn up. They were like already down. And I just said, all right, lads, uh, back on the line, you know, like did the normal warm up I usually do. Whereas if I had adapted, um, which I did later in the season, I adapted and changed up the warm up, making sure everyone's a lot closer. Because normally we spread out on the line like a standard rugby warm up. Mm. And when there's 30, it still makes everyone having conversations. But when it's 15, it still feels a bit lost. So what I did was just mm. bringing the lads tied so we had a little bit of a fun game. So it just raised the spirits up. Uh, so yeah, no, that was yeah. that was quite interesting just to reflect on. That's sweet. That is cool. Yeah. But, yeah. but awesome. while we've been like... While we've been uh, doing our own things, the sporting world's been doing their own things as well. And we're here just to, we haven't done it in a while, but just to give a little bit of an update on the sporting world and how they're getting on. Recently, very yeah. recently, two recent things, just to touch on. Uh, Tank Davis beats Garcia with an unbelievable liver shot. I watched this fight, obviously the highlights the day after. Um, mm. And to be fair, I didn't have a winner. Uh, I didn't ma mind who won, but it was just a very, very interesting fight. People say uh, Garcia came into the fight injured. I'm not sure if that's true or not, but yeah, he just got rocked. I mean, the, the level difference was apparent. It was quite scary, but uh, yeah. So Div uh, Davis won and Wrexham go Can back up to the EFL. Oh, sorry. Can can we just we're just gonna not skip past the fact that this guy's name is Tank? No, no, no. Sorry, sorry. His his actual name. So that's his boxing name. Um, his actual <laughs> actual name is Javonta Davis. Javonta Davis. <laughs> his like, boxing name is Javonta the Tank Davis. I think. Oh, you and see how little I know about boxing. I'm <laughs> sat here like this guy's name is Tank, and somebody fought him. What Javante, an idiot. Javonta Tank Davis. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> How do you get Wait, that? Name your what? son Tank. What? I need... 
That's a power move. That would be power cool. move. Imagine yeah. you name your son Tank and he's just unathletic. Yeah. Not David. Like, David's son's called Tank. Child. Mine's called like or F twenty two Raptor. There you go. Some uh, plain <laughs> knowledge for you guys. <laughs> oh, it's so embarrassing that I actually I fully just thought his name was Tank. How? What do you need to do? What do you need to do in your boxing career to get the name Tank? Massive knockout artist. So I think that helps. Just get him. Just get him. Get him on the podcast. Ask ask him when the uh, when the name Tank came around. We'll do it uh, in a couple of weeks. I think we'll be able to get him on in a couple of weeks. Yeah. Okay. We'll get our manager on it. <laughs> yeah, Matt. You email him. <laughs> nice. Sick. Um, but yeah, no. In 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 the other one, it was uh, Wrexham. Go back to the EFL. So Wrexham, obviously the big. You know, I mean, they got famous really quickly because their owners are Ryan Reynolds and Rob McKelleny. So they are both the owners. And yeah, I mean, just watching little clips from that game when they won, the fans rushed the field, everyone's celebrating. Ryan Reynolds is on call, FaceTime with his uh, wife and kid, just showing them the game. And oh, it was crazy. It was nice to see. And then tears in the eyes. So yeah, they're back up to the EFL, which is going to be amazing. Um What's and the then, what's yeah. what's the EFL? What elite football league? English football league. English. I'm just dropping the ball. That's I'm zero for two. <laughs> I'm zero for two on the every time you now. Where does every time you question me, I brick myself. I can't lie. Yeah, English <laughs> football league. What, what, yeah, sorry. I I gotta make sure because that, that, one time I made a mistake by commenting on one thing, and then two Danish people rinsed me for the like rest of the day so <laughs> that's okay that's forward. okay we we almost lost a we almost lost an episode guest because because i called them the wrong True. nickname so i don't know which one's worse those were little bite-sized sporting news what was the big one well there's two big ones uh well one's big for me but yeah what's the biggest one out of all that's just come out our, our best mate from loughborough seb co sebastian co really uh good. who's <laughs> the, I think you're talking about Sebco, not me. Uh, appreciate it though. Now, Sebastian Coe, president of World Athletics. Yeah, they they just released kind of a statement, and there's been a few releases of it, kind of kind of over the months. Um, I think British Athletics like released a statement in in the end of March, basically uh, to do with transgender regulations. So. Uh, World Athletics came out with um, a statement saying that transgender women are ineligible to compete in the female category, which is obviously big news. I mean, it doesn't matter which way that goes. It's big news. And obviously... uh, a clip, a little short snippet of uh, BBC Sport um, says that under previous rules, World Athletics required transgender women to reduce their amount of blood testosterone to a maximum of five enamel per liter and stay under this threshold continuously for a period of 12 months before competing in the female category. The council has agreed to set up a working group for 12 months to further consider the issue of transgender inclusion. An independent chair will lead the group while it will also include up to three council members, two athletes from the Athletes Commission, a transgender athlete, three representatives of World Athletics member federations (coughs) and representatives of the World Athletics Health and Science Department. It will consult specifically with transgender athletes, as well as review and commission research and put forward recommendations to the council. As like as 
like early re- early researchers. I think I think what's important for me, no matter what way it goes, is is that we stay some somewhat like rooted in science and what physiology physiology says. And I think yeah, I think the world world athletics and and the UK athletics came up with a statement. They said that um they they've gone and said that if if you've gone through male puberty even though like right now the science says if you've gone through male puberty even if after you've transitioned you're female and your testosterone is at female regular female levels because you've gone through male puberty you've basically you have you still have all of those advantages from going through male mm. puberty even though now your testosterone is much lower. And I think that's yeah. a big reason why they've decided to go and say that if you've gone through male puberty, you're ineligible, ineligible to compete in the female category as a way to protect mm. the female category. I read something and I can't find it, which is really, really unfortunate. Um, <clears throat> there was a thought about going back because before females were even allowed to compete in athletes, there was no in athletics, sorry, there was no male or female category. It was just an open category, but only males competed. And so I did, I heard or not heard, but I read something where they, where the idea was possibly to even go semi go back to that. So there would be, there wouldn't be a male category and a female category. There would be a female category um, for females who haven't, haven't gone through male puberty and an open category that would be reserved for, basically every basically anyone um and they could compete in that and that would allow the female category to be fair and that open category to also be fair and kind of um reserve the the female category again like i said for females who haven't gone through male puberty hmm. and i and as as a scientist like i told i would agree with that everything that i've read everything that i've read so far points towards males physiologically having even even if you're looking at a male and a female like body match so they're the same size things like muscle mass and and lung capacity even for size matched males and females males have bigger lungs males have on average more muscle mass even if you take a female and a male that are the same size so physiologically science what science has shown me as as far as what I've read, and I haven't read everything, but but from what I've read and what I've seen, what I've learned is that is that, that males have that physiological advantage, and it would be unfair if you've gone through male puberty to be able then to compete against females who haven't. So I definitely agree. I agree with it. I think it's just so difficult, and then it's it's a matter of okay, well, how do we make then sport inclusive so that people don't feel excluded because. Because at the end of the day, we, we want it to be fair and inclusive. And how do we the, how do we do that both both ways, you know? I was just about to say that. Like, I think at the end of all of this, you just want to make sure that everyone feels uh, that their category is saved. I feel I want, I mean, that's what I'd want. I want everyone, I don't want them to be excluded. I want everyone to be included, yeah. but I want it to be done right in the sense that no party, obviously you can have some outliers that get, a bit pissy but like no party is just feels like they're getting done wrong by anyone else um but yeah so i mean it's massive it's, and, it's uh, so difficult and 
we've talked about it before, sorry, about just like, again, just having the conversations and how important conversations are. And I hope, hopefully, you know, this just kind of, I know it's going to spark a lot of people like getting mad and getting angry. And even people who agree with the decision of going like, yeah, this is the right because of this and that and being really nasty. And, and that's really too bad because hopefully, because what I would love to see is just people coming together and having conversations, understanding each other more. And, okay, well, this is the decision. How can we move forward and, and still make sport inclusive? Because at the end of the day, like sport is amazing and it, and it should bring people together. And hopefully this is just a step on again to making it fair and inclusive. And I mean, you, you said it then, sport is definitely amazing, David. So, I mean, what better way to set us up for our next topic? What were your top three biggest, most prolific, most amazing sporting moments? We'll go one for one. We'll go one for one. One for one, you, little you go, I go situation. Yeah. Uh, do you want me to go first? You go first. You go first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I love how I pretended as if I was thinking of one. I already have one, obviously. Um, what one was it? What one was it? No, uh, I wrote the question. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I'd say my, for for my own, um, a massive one was when South okay, <laughs> South Africa won the 1995 World Cup. Because I, uh, you know, there's a famous part where they came. Like, I mean, the country was divided between you know the the blacks and the whites and apartheid was a massive thing and it took one great leader nelson mandela to unite the whole country essentially through sport and i mean yeah it was it was huge i mean how am i supposed to follow up with that let's just end it there what was that no 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 i've got another one that will make it fun um but no that one was massive i'd say that would be my top top one um it was pretty cool uh i know i don't have a south african accent but being you know my dad being south african half south african uh it was pretty cool you know to have that and my grandpa's got two world cup hats from the when he watched it on that day and you had this massive that's a318 plane massive plane with go Boca written on the bottom just fly right over the stadium and they won it and then um so a famous quote from that game was at the end when he's uh someone he's getting questioned interviewed live and he said how did it feel having forty three thousand south africans with you you know being the south africans at the stadium and he goes uh francois pinar says to everyone he goes here but like he goes look we didn't have forty three thousand. we had 63 million or something number we had 63 million south africans supporting us and then everyone was just like yeah screaming it's amazing i'll see if i can post it here or here or maybe in like a later reel um but yeah or just massive. Our, it, it was amazing social media <laughs> yeah true just me you always do that you um, always do here and i'm going i'm not putting it there matt i'm not editing that in there just go to you our, should just, just start putting anything you want in there just no no but ready put it's right me there. scoring the winning try yeah matt sucks <laughs> yeah oh sick yeah anyways David, here, what matt. was your one <laughs> <laughs> well after that geez um <laughs> i was gonna say i was gonna say personally for me in my in my sporting career the one that pops to mind was i was probably like 11 i think um ooh, yeah i was 11 it was my last year playing soccer football in canada though so it was soccer sorry sorry english people um 
And I was the backup goalie on our team. And we in that year, we were playing a year up too. So we were kind of big deals. Um, and <laughs> anyways, our goalie got hurt on the same play that the other team got a penalty kick. So I came okay. into the game while, while it was 0-0 on a penalty kick. And I saved it. Saved the penalty kick. We end up winning the game one nothing, which then led us into the champion game, which I was the goalie for. We won that gold medal. Boom. And, then, that's one that's, and the interviewer that came up to you, David, and he went, David, how did it feel having uh, 40, 100 million Canadians behind you? And you went, nah, I didn't have 100 million, million Canadians. I had uh, five family members. They came to watch me and they loved yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. There's mate, not even 100 awesome. million Canadians. <laughs> yeah. What is the number? Mate, my number knowledge is amazing. Don't you doubt that? Uh, there's Canadian. 30, there's like 37 million in Canada. 38.25, David, get it right. Oh, okay. Shoot. All right. Don't even know. My so I was uh, technically I was closer, right? Um, I think that's how it works. <laughs> uh, what, so what would my next one be? Um, I'm, I'm doing world, world podcast. Oh, I'm doing world uh, sporting. So I think my next one would be Usain Bolt. I think that would have to be a massive one. When he, by the way, do you know when? what annoys me? Like you can't just things, say Usain things. Bolt. <laughs> yeah, Usain Bolt, just great. <laughs> I love him. Now, when he when he beat the world record in Beijing at the Bird's Nest, two things that mm-hmm. one thing that annoyed me and one thing that I get why he did it. But why didn't he just continue sprinting maximally until the finish line instead of posing? Right, that annoys me because imagine the time he could have got. Second of all, just was to that the one where thinking, where the Canadian Desjardins is like next to him? Is it Desjardins? Oh, I'm not sure about name. that. To be fair, and there's a picture where like he, I think he slows up, and there's the Canadian right next to him, and oh, really? the Canadian's like ah, and 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 Mate. Usain Bolt's like, oh no, it, it wasn't that one. It's the one where the he just one. turns. And then he's just like, I, I don't know if it's that one, actually. But anyways, regardless, the guy just starts like jogging, uh, not jogging, but like he slows yeah. down a bit and just celebrates. I'm like, you know what? Fair play. That's yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. cool gangster. So I'll allow it. You know, that's you how, say, that's how you know you. he's won. That's how you know he's won so many like world titles and gold medals. He just yeah. doesn't care. He's like, I would actually that was his first rather one. get a good vote. That was his first no. one. So, like, it's just, as in, like, first, what do you want to call it? His first, uh, like, Olympic gold. Gold medal. Oh, yeah. First. And he slowed okay. down. What? Fair play. He just knew. He's like, um, don't want it this time. Get it next time. Ooh. David, I'm going to read this out to you. Sorry. Just completely blindsided what we're trying to do here with the top three moments. But I just Come had a little on. quick search because okay. I wanted to see what Google said. Right? Yeah. The first thing that popped up is the miracle on ice. What? You know no, wait, 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 wait. What did you Google? Greatest sp- sporting moments of all time. <laughs> oh, let me guess. Miracle on ice when the US beat Russia in hockey for the first time. Juice knowledge. <laughs> uh, when Russia beat Russia in 1980 Olympics, despite fielding a team consistently, mostly of amateurs. I think that was yeah. in Salt Lake City, right? Oh, I'm not was sure. The, hey, was it in Salt Lake City? 
bringing up knowledge. You know what, actually, David, go on. Tell me your next one, and then I'll go. I'll read a um, what do you call it? I'll read. I'll read someone else's top top ten top whatever. Okay. My my next one. My next. My next one uh, that sticks out would be from the Vancouver Canucks because they're my favorite ice hockey team. And for three years, they would meet the same Vancouver Canucks. Sorry, Matt, <laughs> favorite ice hockey team. Up as well. the lads. Come on. Up the lads. Matt, because you're an avid Canucks fan, you'll know this story by heart as well. Uh, anyways, for Hold three that. years in the playoffs, the, the, <laughs> the Canucks couldn't beat the Chicago Blackhawks. Like they would get to the playoffs. Sorry, David. To game seven. Blackhawks? Did you say? Blackhawks. Yeah, nice. Sick. Yeah. <laughs> Carry on. <laughs> Chicago Blackhawks. <laughs> just just uh, for our listeners, just making sure, David, because <laughs> you do have a tendency <laughs> to like slip on like a bunch of things, you know? <laughs> so it was just about like, so eight of those, uh, uh, five of the Blackhawks <laughs> players were just on the, f- I mean, uh, Blackhawks, Blackhawks. <laughs> players were uh, on the field <laughs> i was like what do you mean matt? Oh. <laughs> black but matt just take Fox. me out back and finish uh yeah <laughs> go on no, go on carry on yeah. carry on carry on <laughs> anyways we couldn't we couldn't beat them for three years for three years we get to game seven in the playoffs to be like the first or second round and we couldn't beat them we'd lose and fourth year we're like this is our year we're beating the Chicago Blackhawks. Anyways, gets to game seven. We're up 2-1. I think we, we're up 2-1 with five minutes left in the third. We're like, we got this in the bag. They get a power play. The Blackhawks from Chicago uh, get a power play with like two minutes left in the game. And they score, meaning it's going to overtime. And you'll be really familiar with this being an avid NHL fan. But for those who aren't, but excluding you, obviously. Um, in the playoffs and only in the playoffs, if it goes to overtime, they clean the ice and it's another period, another 20 minute period, stop time. And they just repeat that until someone scores. You know this. And because you know this, you would also know that I think that the, the longest playoff games has gone to seven extra periods. So an actual That's game is three hell. periods. And then they played seven overtime periods. Anyways, that didn't happen. But anyways, we were we were, I was so stressed. I think I was in Mexico at the time. Uh, vacation with the family, not a big deal. Humble brag. Um, and we, <laughs> we were, and I was so stressed. It was like two. It was like one in the morning. It was going into no, it wasn't one in the morning. What I'm talking about. It was regular time. It was like 10 p.m. Going into overtime. I was stressed out in my head. I was like, we're losing. This is what happens. Chicago's the bane of us. We're losing. Anyways, I'll never forget. They tried to clear the puck. The puck took a funky bounce off of the glass, came straight across the ice inside their blue line to Alex Burroughs' stick. He comes in, partial breakaway, pucks on edge. You remember this. I know you're nodding. I can see. And takes the slap shot with the puck on edge, top right, scores. He goes mental. The crowd goes mental. I go mental. 
anyways, that year was the year we beat the Chicago Blackhawks finally. That was the year we made it to the finals and then we lost. So in the finals of game seven. Oh, no, I remember that year. Yeah, yeah. No, I remember. Year of the riots. It all adds up now. It all adds up now. Um, So... Let me yes, hit you with mine. top 12. Sorry, I feel like mine, I was like dragging out. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Mate. Oh. I mean, me and you. <clears throat> yeah, top 12, bro. Listen, listen, listen. Ready, ready. <clears throat> Number one. Okay. Yeah. I'll let you guess. Uh, this is by parade.com. So I don't know how... Uh, legitimate is but number one he plays golf tiger woods wins the 1997 masters and hugs his dad after becoming the youngest masters winner at 21 bloody hell two years younger than me what am i doing with my life and dominating his first major championship win by a staggering 12 stroke margin woods embraced his father earl in an emotional moment that would mark the beginning of his storied career number two the miracle number two the miracle on ice as we mentioned earlier Number three, Serena Williams. That is an Mate, unreal movie struggling? as well. Uh, <laughs> sorry, number three, Serena Williams wins first Grand Slam. One of the greatest athletes of all time, Williams captured her first Grand Slam win as a 17-year-old. What am I doing? At the 1999 US Open. This is unfair. For kick-starting her career. Mate, it's not fair. Number four, yeah, Michael no, Jordan's would, final shot as a Chicago That would kick-start any career. Ooh. Uh, number five, Jackie Robertson breaks the color barrier. On April 15, 1947, Robertson becomes the first African-American to play in a major league ba- baseball game, starting at first base for the Brooklyn Dodgers. Uh, oh, my gosh. And for the Brooklyn Dodgers and forever changing the complexion of the history of the game. Rumble in the jungle. That's David also Dispels another good this movie. One. 42. Boxing? Yeah, boy, he's learning. Uh, the history-making boxing event in Kinshasa, Zare, featured a dethroned Muhammad Ali knocking out heavyweight champ George Foreman in eight rounds to take back his crown. Eight, Mary Lou Retton's perfect ten before, yep. Nine, Broken Curses. The curse of the Bambino began in 1919 when the Boston Red Sox sold Babe Ruth to the New York Yankees and didn't end until 2004 when they won their first World Series in 86 years. Uh, 10, Miami Dolphins remain perfect. 11, NC State Cinderella story. 12, President George Bush's first pitch. All right, so that seems that's very American-based. Can I just point out? Yeah, surely, parade. surely they could have come something else than George Bush's first pitch. You know what I mean? Like, not in, not even anything football-related for starters, right? Uh, let's see a different. That's one. fine. That's fine. <laughs> that's no loss, but no NHL. That's the real tragedy here. No, there was miracle. There's a miracle. Well, it's miracle on ice, but that's not NHL. That's the states beating beating Russia, which is, by the way, a great movie. Miracle yeah. on ice, great movie. There you go. Forty-two about Billy Robinson, also a great movie. And listen, guys, if you want to feed some of your greatest sports moments, sporting moments, Ooh. oh, feed it in. Tell us. We'll post a reel probably, and then we'll let you guys all discuss. And you can, we can actually have a little just vote. in the comments. We'll break it down. <laughs> Oh, I'll create like a little table 
and then we'll figure it out. We'll go next stage, knockout stages, then figure it out. And then nice. it'll be like a semi-final, then final, and then back. Instead of quiz of the week, we'll do... Well, that would be a good... There what we go. should do is we should like... We should we should switch off quiz... Because you were saying you're struggling with questions from a quiz of the week, right? I'm running out of And we haven't questions. done quiz of the start. week. We're running... You haven't done question of the week for a while. I'm yeah. Like, where is that? But anyways, ne- neither here nor there. Um... But we could like one Monday or one week do quiz quiz of the week, and then the next week do like a question, like what's the best sporting thing, and then like one it's like head to head, and the winner moves on to the next day, and then on Saturday we have a win. Yeah, you know, Mate, basically that, just yeah, to get we'll you that. guys interacting with us. Basically, a hundred percent. What we're asking Jesus. you is to interact with us. Yeah, just we need friends, eh? We need friends. <laughs> Yeah, we want but friends. Yeah. We, want, we want friends point. of the RSS podcast. <laughs> Episode yeah. 30, what a little 31, 32, 33. <laughs> Whichever one it was, 31. Yeah. yeah, I think, yeah, well, next week, hopefully, if nothing changes, which it changes all the time, we're going to be talking about part two of Hot and Cold, which we're going to talk about hot. So like saunas, hot. baths, hot baths, no ice involved. Nice and warm, so once nice again, and comfortable, hot tubs, saunas, etc. Yeah. After you guys have finished so, this podcast, after you guys have been interacting with us, get ready for some proper heat of a podcast. We'll be smashing oh! it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but a lot, before we sign off, make sure you, we really want you to uh, let us know what you think. So make sure you follow us along. Make sure you follow on Instagram. Follow us on TikTok. We're there. Twitter, we haven't posted a lot there, but follow us on Twitter. Follow us on YouTube as well. Well, subscribe on YouTube. So if you're listening on YouTube, watching on YouTube, let us know in the comment section. Yeah, favorite sporting moment. What did you like about the podcast? Favorite moment of the podcast? What do you think about transgender women not being able to compete in female in, in the female category? Let us know whether it's on YouTube, Instagram, TikTok. We just like to know. Make sure you share it. We honestly, how excited do we get when we get emails from from people or comments? It makes my day. Matt? Oh, uh, it is not. When I when nice. I get an Instagram, when I get an Instagram notification of someone's followed the RSS podcast or commented. I just stop. I stop work and I go run in the streets naked because I'm so excited. <laughs> Mate, and that's you why need to, Matt you need moved to, to Kent. Relax. <laughs> but it's fine. Um, yeah, no, it is, it is very that. nice. I, I don't do I that, but it's to, very exciting. Uh, yeah, I know. Mate, when, when, whenever we get a follow, I, I smile and keep my clothes on and uh, yeah. <laughs> Just go about your no, day as usual. You need to be invested. Let's go a hundred because I know the reach, the, the the potential we can reach. So let us know because we definitely want you to come along. Share it if you like it. Share it to someone who would also like it. Follow along. Get involved. This is the Real Sports Science Podcast, episode thirty-one. Matt, take us out. This has been the RSS Podcast. We're out. Mm-hmm.